Do you spend hours in your head thinking about something that happened, could have happened, or might happen? Do you ask others what to do so you don't make a mistake? Welcome to the Playing It Safe podcast. I am Dr. Z, your host. I am a clinical psychologist, an author, and a person that is super passionate about sharing with you science-based skills to overcome any type of fear-based struggles. Who doesn't experience fear? Who doesn't play it safe? In this show, we will discuss how fear-based reactions happen in day-to-day life, how playing it safe behaviors look like, sound like, and feel like, how you can put into action solid tips from behavioral science to get unstuck from worries, fears, obsessions, and anxieties, and how you can start doing what works, what matters, and what you care about. Behavioral science doesn't have to be boring. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. In the United States, 46% of adults report that sometimes or always they feel alone. This is according to a study conducted by Cigna. Feeling alone sucks. It's hard to feel alone. I think that if we are in a group of people and I ask people in the group who has been feeling lonely lately, quite likely few people if any, will say that they have been feeling alone. It makes sense. Admitting, recognizing, or acknowledging that you feel alone or that you are afraid of being alone, in some way, it's like admitting that something is wrong with you. So it's important that we chat about loneliness Because many times, if you struggle feeling alone or you are afraid of being alone, it's quite likely that you're doing all types of things to manage that feeling. And it's also possible that all those strategies, instead of helping you to have richer, intimate, and loving relationships with others, they're actually taking you farther away from connecting with people that you care about. So in this episode, I chat with you about loneliness, the feeling of being alone, and the fear of being alone. This episode has two parts. In the first part, I share with you some practical tips to practice sitting with a feeling of loneliness. And in the second part, I invite you to check how you are playing it safe when feeling alone. My hope for you is that after listening to this episode, you are better positioned to experience the feeling of loneliness and to develop a new relationship with it. If this is the first time that you're listening to the episode, thank you so much for your consideration with this podcast. I want to encourage you to subscribe to the newsletter, Playing It Safe, because every Wednesday I share new resources, new material that is based on acceptance and commitment skills, organizational psychology, and effective science to handle all types of ineffective Playing It Safe moves so you can do more of the things that matter to you. You can go to the website www.thisisdrz.com and select the option Playing It Safe newsletter. 
Okay, now let's jump into the episode. Is everyday loneliness part of our human condition? Is talking about loneliness a taboo? How do we experience loneliness in the middle of the information era? The poet David White talks about loneliness as a doorway to becoming, a difficult and a vulnerable doorway. And perhaps it's a doorway that you don't always want to go through, but a doorway that brings you down to an understanding of what you need or who you need in your life. Perhaps loneliness is a necessary feeling that we all need to experience. Perhaps every human being goes through a deep sense of loneliness at different stages in life. Perhaps loneliness shows us what we need and where we need to go. But what happens when you're afraid of loneliness? What happens when chronic loneliness becomes a problem? What happens when we struggle accepting loneliness as part of our day-to-day life? Are you afraid of loneliness? Loneliness is such a subjective experience. It's like a feeling that you don't have enough connection with others in your life. It's a feeling that shows you that you deeply want to be seen by another person. In 2001, after flying for over 12 hours from South America to the States and feeling super tired, I descended from the plane and my eyes and ears tuned into a large room full of people speaking English. And I remember that as I walk into the room, a deep sense of loneliness arrived. I was there in a room surrounded by hundreds of people and feeling alone simultaneously. Another time, I was writing the book on acceptance and commitment skills for high achieving behaviors. And I scheduled a time for reading all the research studies that have been published on the topic so I can be up to speed. And then a close friend of mine called and say, Patricia, it's such a gorgeous day. Are you up for a hike? I told my friend that I would love to, but I couldn't because I needed to focus in the book. My friend very kindly said, I get it. No worries. Maybe I can join you since I have to do some reading myself and maybe afterwards I will take myself for a walk. What a nice offer. And yet I wanted to be alone to read all those research papers. Another time I will have said yes to my friend because it's fun to share some reading and writing time. But that day I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to be alone. You see, I think that loneliness always finds its way in our life. So here are some ideas for you to practice sitting with loneliness 
as an exercise to acknowledge this feeling, to make room for it, and to open yourself to it. You can walk without your cell phone for 30 minutes. You can go to eat to a restaurant by yourself. You can go to watch a movie alone. You can take a road trip alone. You can go for a walk alone in your neighborhood. And these are just some ideas for you to consider some day-to-day activities that you can do alone. And as you practice being alone, pay attention to two things. One, how it feels. And two, what does your mind tell you about who you are when no one is around? Now, what happens if you get anxious when feeling alone? Let's say that you spend many evenings at night looking at the screen on your phone and checking if someone has messaged you, checking if someone has called you, or you spend half hours sending goofy messages to people on Instagram, and you're thinking and thinking who you will call to go out with on a weekend trip. And if one person doesn't reply to you, then you quickly contact the next person. And without realizing, you spend like two, three hours trying to get a hold of someone. And as you are trying to get hold of people, your mind starts having thoughts like, did I say something wrong? Does he like me? Does she want to hang out with me? Did I offend them? Was I rude? And after one or two hours of doing the same and the same, you finish your evening sipping a glass of rich and spicy red wine and having a deep sense of loneliness. So here is what is important. That sense of loneliness is what we usually call primary pain. And that's the feeling that you want to practice making room for because it's quite likely that when you experience a sense of loneliness, you may try a bunch of playing it safe moves to manage it, like filling your calendar with multiple appointments at week so you're always busy, contacting people multiple times until they say yes to go out with you, or messaging people silly jokes so they don't forget you, or saying yes to all types of requests from your friends so they don't get upset with you, even though you really want to say no. The outcome of all those playing it safe moves to manage that sense of loneliness, to manage that primary emotion, could lead you to feel frustrated, annoyed, disappointed, and even resentful with others and with yourself. So all those feelings that are the outcome of those planet safe moves lead you to what we call secondary pain or secondary emotion. The bottom line is that we all crave for togetherness and connections with others. As much as our bodies crave for food when feeling hungry, And while loneliness is usually framed around your relationship with others, 
that's not the whole picture. Because the relationship with yourself is as important as the relationship with others. And in order to build intimate connections with others, it's also important that you have some time alone to develop a relationship with yourself. So the key, and I really want to invite you to pay attention to this, is to check how you handle the feeling of loneliness. Can you feel loneliness as it is and as it happens? Can you learn from it? How do you play it safe when feeling alone? What are your playing it safe moves? Do all those playing it safe moves help you to be who you want to be? Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, I will very much appreciate it if you will subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And if you're feeling extra generous, I welcome a review on Apple Podcasts. Show notes of this episode are in the website playingitsafe.zone. Make sure to subscribe to my newsletter so you can receive more tips to stop all types of unworkable playing it safe actions. See you soon!